in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We have not talked about poltergeists and that kind of phenomena on the Paracast for quite some time. Well, it was mentioned briefly by Colm Kelleher, who works, of course, with Bob Bigelow in connection with a recent book on Skinwalker Ranch and the Pentagon's UFO study where he mentioned where people who have seen UFOs sometimes have poltergeist experiences after, like it's a hitchhiker effect to talk about. And when we talk to our guest, Keith Linder, a little bit later in the show, we'll get into the poltergeist phenomenon. In the meantime, though, since we got into UFOs at the beginning... We lost a figure who I guess Tim Swartz would be a peripheral figure in the UFO field, that being former Senator Harry Reid. Right. He passed away this week, and uh, I didn't realize that uh, he had been suffering from pancreatic cancer, which is uh, uh, really sad because that disease takes out so many people. It's just uh, extremely difficult, if not almost impossible to cure. It's more impossible, although Ruth Bader Ginsburg actually had it among Mm -hmm. the many thousands of ailments she had, and she had recovered from it. But I lost a mother-in-law and a brother-in-law to pancreatic Mm -hmm. cancer, so we know that doesn't help very well. No, no. Well, I tell you something. I mean, we I don't think that we would be in the position we are today talking about UFOs if it wasn't for uh, Senator Reid. Yeah, we should talk about that very briefly. First of all, it's not in your part of the country. He's from Nevada, Keith. But did you know who Senator Reid was? Oh, yes. I I followed Senator Reid. Well, I was following UFO phenomena before I got thrown into Portuguese phenomena just as a side, you know, interest of mine since growing up. But I knew Senator Reid and his, you know, the releasing of certain documents, his his campaign to, you know, tell the military to, you know, release what they know as of recent as, you know, earlier this year with some of the papers coming out. Um, so, yeah, I learned of his passing uh, last night as well. Now, you think of this here. We talk about UFOs as possibly being here from other worlds. Advanced alien beings found the way to travel through the stars. Whether it's at Warp Factor 8, we have no idea. But seriously speaking, They got here, possibly their medical technology is way, way more advanced than ours. And they don't help us. I mean, think about pancreatic cancer. Very, very few people survive. And if they do survive, it's only for a few years. Heart Mm -hmm. disease, I have a heart issue. Not, you know, it's not going to take me tomorrow, maybe the day after. But to be serious about it, I don't have ET coming here and giving me a pill and saying, okay, you have a... Perfect heart. In fact, I think of the scene in the movie Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, where the crew of the Enterprise goes back in a Klingon bird of prey vessel to the 1980s in San Francisco. And one of the funny scenes, Dr. McCoy hands this woman suffering from kidney disease, waiting for dialysis. He gives her a pill. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's in the hallway laying on the, on the gurney. And he's like, oh, my gosh, what kind of medicine are they practicing here? And it's like, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. 
On the other hand, Captain Picard had a heart replacement. He had a heart transplant in the backstory of Star Trek Next Generation. So, you know, I guess they're not perfect in the 23rd century. (laughs) If E.T. is here, we've got COVID. We've got heart disease. We've got cancer. We've got kidney disease. I have a nephew who's waiting for a kidney transplant. The guy's only in his 50s. Mm. I mean, if E.T. is here, we've got a lot of work for you guys or whatever you are. <laughs> we got so much work for you. Oh. Keith Linder, we're going to talk about the poltergeist thing, but you did mention you got your start looking at the paranormal with UFOs. How so? Actually, I have a, 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 a weird UFO story of seeing one. I was, I don't know, early years in college, and we were coming back from Dallas. I live in Austin at the time, but we were in Dallas for the weekend, and we were on, I think it's I-35 going south, and uh, dead of night, there was a white light that trailed us from the sky, a white light, not, not a star not a moon or whatever, but a white dot in the sky that trailed us from the city of Dallas, in a far distance, of course, up until Waco, okay? Now, this is weird because it disappeared when it got when we got to Waco, Texas, and I think it was the next day there was the Brent's Davidian debacle. And I always thought that was just weird, the timing of that. And I remember when I was in the car backseat watching this dot, I told my the guys in the car I said hey check out this dot you know once I realized after about a an hour or so that it was still with us I brought everybody else in on the observation and sure enough they were saying what I was saying but uh, it would be red blue and yellow lights that would come from on top of it rise up and down on on, on the white dot we ruled out airplane because we were going about I don't know 50 55, 60 miles per hour, and no airplane's going to, we're not going to tell an airplane um, in the sky, nor helicopter, so for that distance. Um, so, yeah, it was interesting. So, let's talk about that particularly for a moment. Do you think that UFOs are spaceships or something else? I think the term UFO, which is a loosely term, you know, identify flying objects or whatever, can encompass both, actually. I think there are things from out of this world that men or men have seen that fall in that category of UFO. I think there are things that man has created. I'm talking about special military aircraft, top secret stuff um, that man has created that civilians have seen uh, that classify as UFO. But I do believe, based on the size of our universe and the number of galaxies, these stars, suns, and whatever. Um, but yeah, I think it's you know sort of silly to just disavow and say there's nothing out there based on what little we know. I mean, we just launched this new telescope this week, I believe, uh, because current day, I'm talking about current day right now, we can only observe 4 to 5% of the universe, so there's 95% of the universe we have not even seen yet. So, um, so yeah, I think there's something out there. Oh, I think it'd be naive to think there isn't. It doesn't mean necessarily that all UFOs are that, or even that there are secret weapons, but still, that puts it there. This is, what, the Webb telescope this time, correct? Yeah, exactly. You brought up an interesting point earlier about, you know, help us with, you know, curing diseases and 
fixing our problems and you know remember both Star Treks or all Star Treks if you remember they had a prime directive where they could not necessarily interfere you know uh, in the affairs of whatever planet they landed on of course sometimes they, they did but uh, there was a huge penalty if it ever got back to Starbase of interfering uh, with the direct population being advanced or not advanced and uh also, I don't know if you know, because I was a big X-Files fan, I don't know if you remember that episode where uh, Mulder's mom was in the hospital sick, but for some reason about to die, and um, the cigarette man, the cigarette man, smoking man, uh, brought in uh, the bounty hunter, the alien bounty hunter, and he brought him in because he wanted to hit the bounty hunter with using his alien gifts to, to heal her, and I remember that it was very interesting when the alien said, is this necessary? Because the alien race, they don't, they don't do that. No, they say no. And then, smoking man told the alien, "No, this is necessary. We need Mulder to continue his work." It was only that reason that the alien bounty hunter agreed to put his hand on our forehead and cure her cancer. Now, of course, in the film Star Trek Into Darkness, which is the Kelvin version of Star Trek, the movies, there was a scene there at the beginning where Captain Kirk does something that interferes with the local population and Starfleet goes after him. Keith Linder, <laughs> Tim Swartz, Gene Steinberg, it all means you're in the Paracast. Hey listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about after the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com.
Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. You don't sit behind a desk every day to earn a living. You're out and about making it happen. And sometimes you get a little bit behind on your paperwork, you know, like bookkeeping and paying your taxes. It's easy to get behind on paying your taxes. It happens to the best of us. And you know what happens next. The big, bad IRS comes knocking on your door. And when that happens, you need to call the good old boys at the tax doctor. Let them do what they do best. Deal and negotiate with the IRS so you pay the lowest you can in back taxes that the law allows. We are a 100% U.S.-based company, and we've saved our clients millions over the years in back taxes. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call my friends right now at the tax doctor and learn more. 800-507-3137. You've seen crazy diets to lose weight. At GCN Team, our healthy body weight loss system simply neutrifies the body, bringing down cravings. It has been proven that nutritional deficiencies drive appetite for carbs, sugars, and fats. Lose weight the easy way. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Fighting cravings is a fool's game. Give the body what it needs to be satisfied. Again, 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. As you will see, Keith, as we progress with this interview, the stingers that Tim does are in 27 and a half different voices. And I love hearing the half voice, whatever that is. But you see, the difference is that I can't do imitations. So if I do it, it's barely a quarter voice. I'm glad that somebody can do things that I can't. Keith, this is a poltergeist story. And you're a scientific guy, as we realize. Your background is IT. You obviously, when we talk to you and you talk about your UFO issue, you're really concerned and very interested in the science behind it. How does somebody get into a house where poltergeist or possible ghostly phenomena occurs? Uh, Honestly, they get into it by accident. The cases I've studied or read about after our ordeal the beginning is always the same in any story you date back going you know centuries is the people are caught unaware you know they move into a home ha 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 it's haunted or they lived in the home for a while and it becomes haunted nobody never to my knowledge me included purposely moves in and says, oh I'll take this house off the market yeah there's poltergeist here because honestly, true to form, 
I didn't know what a poltergeist was or is. I, I'm familiar with the term, obviously, because of Hollywood. I never gave it a second thought, and it definitely was not on my checkbox list when I reviewed this home and toured it. And, and you know, hey, does the plumbing work? How's the electrical system? Da, 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 da. You know, questions you ask when looking at a home. You don't ask, hey, is there a poltergeist here? I imagine what the realtor would have said to you. Yeah, they probably say, oh, let me look into that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we like to have some ghosts here and maybe give us a place that has two or three UFO sightings a night. Yeah, like how many Portuguese activity happens here on scale of one to five, you know. So, yeah, in that sense, you know, not even farthest from my mind, farthest from my mind, and my girlfriend at the time. So, yeah, moving in and then, you know, witnessing your first, I'm talking about with your eyes, phenomena, you're still in disbelief. You're not really going ghost, or we didn't. We didn't say ghost or whatever. We just, you know, we heard the kid cough. Uh, Tim knows the story of hearing the kid cough on day one. We don't have kids, uh, but we just shrugged it off. Obviously, we misheard that, but we both heard it. Obviously, that had to have come from outside, but all the windows are up, and so, so yeah. Well, that is also interesting in itself because quite often poltergeist phenomena is linked to the presence of a teenager, you know, suffering, of course, the increased hormones. But you were adults, no teenagers around? No teenagers to speak of, no no children at all to, to, to speak of. It's just me and, and my girlfriend at the time. Uh, and you're right, what we... Uh, currently think or know about poltergeist uh there's a belief and a percentage of of the community that yeah there has to be some sort of adolescent teenager present there has to be some sort of child going through puberty or or, or whatnot um but as we learned through our case and others that's not always the case what made our case interesting to some and to many was what you just said um we're newly, we're moved into a home. This is a home that relatively, when we moved into, it was built in 2005, we moved in 2012. So it's relatively still a new home. There was no stress, you know, that people like to say, well, was there stress in the home? Was there, you know, problems, anything that, that would, you know, Portuguese could cling to? No, there, there was none. Um, you know, I had just taken on a, a new job, received a new job promotion. Uh, me and my girlfriend were celebrating our two years of being together. So we're on cloud nine, you know. So there was nothing stressful, not even about moving or whose furniture is coming, who's not. But obviously the poltergeist, um, as we know now and other cases, yeah, they can latch on. They can latch on to positive energy as equally as they latch on to negative energy. Because the goal with ours uh, was to turn our positive energy into negative energy, and it did it relatively quickly. Okay, it starts with a cough. Now, to me, I think maybe somebody coughed outside. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So let's take I mean, it to let's take it to step number two. What happened then? Well, step number two, like, like I said, me not being familiar with haunted houses or Portuguese and let alone, you know, a cough like that is classified, I know now, as a, what they call a disembodied voice. The voice breaks into the atmosphere. It's an actual voice that 
four eardrums actually picked up. So fast forward to a few weeks into the home. Uh, me and Tina are moving into the home. We're getting settled. And we both started to notice things missing. And by that, I mean our silverware, uh, Tina's jewelry. Things were becoming missing. And we would ask ourselves the question over dinner or whatever. Hey, I could have sworn we had more silverware than this. Hey, I could have, I thought, you know, what's happening to our knives, our forks, our spoons, you know. Tina's like, am I throwing them away? No, I'm not throwing them away. But nobody, there's nowhere to go with that except, okay, we must have lost them while we were moving. But that seems kind of weird, but oh well, that's what's happening. Then you take the flip side of that, and there's a flip side of we're discovering things that neither of us own. Okay. And it's real interesting that the Portuguese guys would do this first because it's easier to notice, and maybe that's why I did it, is we started finding kid toys in the home. And I mean kid toys put out in the open. This is not something you go, hey, I'm going into the attic, and you find an old box in the corner. Ah, kid toys. No. These are kid toys we found on our staircase, the hallway, kitchen counter, kitchen table. You know, we brought that table in, right? And it's always the morning of. You wake up in the morning, you go down, make coffee before you go to work, and there are these kid toys. So we thought we were being pranked, being a, a human being, and that's how outlandish it sounds now, but this is how the brain works for us, is we thought a human being or more were coming into our home while we were asleep and putting these kid toys as a way to prank us. You know, the story itself sounds like that's just crazy. Who's, who's coming to a house when the occupants are sitting? I mean, that's you talk about a risky city. But we thought that. So I installed a state-of-the-art security system as a way to prevent that thinking, okay, somebody in the neighborhood, da-da-da-da-da, you know, the previous owner or the previous owner-owner still got keys to the house. So we changed all the locks, and it still kept happening. I'm going to ask you about the background of the house before we go on to the phenomena in our next segment here. Keith Linder telling us about he and his girlfriend moving into a house, and then things go awry. And that's no understatement, as we can see, from someone coughing to things disappearing to things appearing. Ooh, Keith, Gene, and Tim, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at teamg'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamg'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. teamg'day.com, teamg'day.com.
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented Made in America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. USA Radio News with Wendy King. A fast-moving wildfire spread by high winds has torched Boulder County, Colorado. Thousands of people escaped by running for their lives. Officials say it's very fortunate only minor injuries have been reported so far. Dave Hope is the police chief in Louisville. There may be covering hazards, including areas that are still hot. Please be sure where you are stepping and reaching for safety to prevent injury. At least a thousand homes have been destroyed. Investigators are still trying to find out the cause of the blaze. Officials say there was some minor damage when a tornado hit Hopkinsville, Kentucky. A few businesses and at least three homes were damaged. One person who needed supplemental oxygen was taken to a local hospital due to widespread power outages. This is USA Radio News. The Biden administration has extended operations on the International Space Station through 2030 to enable a seamless transition to commercial space stations. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson announced in a statement that NASA will continue working with the European Space Agency, Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency, Canadian Space Agency, and also Russia's state space corporation, Roscosmos. Earlier this month, NASA awarded $415 million to three companies for the development of commercial destinations in space. Blue Origin, aerospace company NanoRocks, and aerospace and defense company Northrop Grumman. In April, NASA awarded close to $3 billion to SpaceX to continue the development of the first commercial human lander, called HLS Starship which will take astronauts to the moon before someday taking humans to Mars. You're listening to USA Radio News. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Hi, this is Tracy Torme, screenwriter, producer. You're listening to Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Keith Linder, before we go on with the phenomenon, or the phenomena, if we're going to have plural here, 
What kind of house is this? Describe it. What kind of neighborhood? Even what part of the country? Yeah, good question. Good question. Yeah, so this, uh, I said earlier, the home was built in 2005. We moved in May 1st of 2012. It's a two-story home. That's uh, 2,300 square feet, uh, five bedrooms, two and a half baths, lovely home. It's in a neighborhood where all the homes were pretty much built at the same time. It's about 80 to 150 homes in Bothell, Washington. Bothell, Washington is a suburb of Seattle, Washington. New community, very techie. I would say every other other house either works for Microsoft, Facebook, or Amazon, you know, Verizon, AT&T. I was working for uh, McKesson at the time or Phillips Healthcare at the time. So we have a very, very new neighborhood in the city of Bothell. And we moved in, um, you know, I guess the homeowner had the house on the market a relatively short period of time. He was renting it out. The homeowner uh, who worked in Microsoft, but he lived elsewhere, but he would, he would rent the home out. So we found, we found a home on Craigslist, me and my girlfriend. And interesting enough, a lot of people don't know this, but we were living in our separate places. People always ask me, well, did y'all bring it with you? Did you have any activity before? Did it follow you there? And the answer is no. Tina lived in her apartment. I lived in mine. We met in 2010. And this was a way of moving under one roof when we got to our two-year anniversary. So, um, yeah, like I said, the house, if you look at it, it's straight out of, uh, I don't know, pick a movie. It's, it's almost it's your cliche two-story home where every other house looks almost identical. So it's, a, it's what we call a track home, a track home neighborhood. And all the houses are not close proximity, but they're close proximity. And like I said, it's almost cliche, but it's true. I remember the day when we were moving in, the movers are bringing my furniture in and the neighbor across from me was walking his dog and uh, he walks over there and introduce himself and he's like, huh, oh, yeah, I'm moving in. I didn't know the house is for sale. And then he made the comment, which I shrugged off, but it rang bells to me when I saw the phenomenon when he said, nobody ever stays in our house long. And, and that's what he said the day we were moving in furniture. And I remember when Tina called the power company to get the, the lights changed over into her name, the customer service agent told her the same thing, you know. But we were so house high, I used the term house high because that stuff just washes over your head. Like I said, you're not thinking ghost, you're not thinking anything nefarious because you're just in love with this house. And it's a, it's a good house to be in love with. But going back to, like I said, what made it go from kid cough to, oh, we got a ghost. Because I was telling you, you know, there's things missing. There's things appearing out of, you know, that we can't ascertain where they came from. So we got, I got the security system installed. And the night where it was just, I guess the portrait guys just said, hey, these guys are never going to get it. We just got to have to do something to where they need to start taking us seriously. Was the night me and Tina were watching a movie on, on the couch. We were shoulder to shoulder watching a TV together. And Tina has this four-foot plant. It's about four feet tall. Stands up next to the entertainment center, right next to the TV. You can't miss it. And while we're watching a movie, the plant, this four-foot tall plant, darts up in the air. I kid you not, darts up vertical in the air, about a few inches off the ground. 
and does a 360 spin real fast, like real fast, and kills over in our direction. Okay? We both saw it at the same time. You had no choice but not to see to see it. So it falls towards us. Me and Tina look at each other and we like, did that just happen? Okay. Now if the plant would have just fell over or something, it would be like, you know, earthquake. No, this plant darted up in the air, left the ground, did a three hundred and world world uh, whirlwind spin, and fell. We leaped up, and once again, not necessarily going, you know, Casper lives with us, not yet anyways. We run toward the plant. People always say, oh, I would have ran out the house. I would have been gone. No, we ran toward the plant, and we're looking for like a remote control device. This is where I looked at Tina. She looked at me. Okay, this is where the balloons fall down. This is where a guy comes out of the closet with a microphone and says, ha-ha, you guys have been on this da 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 TV show, and you just won a trip around the world. You know, we, we thought there was a remote control device controlling the plant. It's Tina's plant, you know. And when we got to the plant, we're rummaging through the leaves and whatnot, and every second that we're not finding something, our eyes got bigger and bigger. We're like, wait a minute, we're not finding any electrical device here. And that's when I think Tina said it, or I said it first, I think we have a kid ghost. Because then the brain, we rewind our brains to day one, May 1st, of, oh, the kid cough. And what helped us, was we ran up to my office and got on Google. That's what you do when you got a haunted house, you get on Google. And you say, or ask, how can you tell if your house is haunted? What are the telltale signs? And every website we went to, we went to more than one, had like a list of top five, top 10. We were passing them with flying colors. It was almost like these websites been in our house because everything was the same. Missing items. Kid cough, finding items that neither you own. These are the early signs of a haunting, <laughs> you know. And our eyes got big, and we were like, "Wait a minute, I, you know." So then it started like, and true enough, true to form, and this happens in most Portuguese cases. It was activity every day then. Once the seal has been broken, I'm talking about the seal of realization, you know. Everything else up until that point, we could disavow or leave a question mark over. If that plant never would have levitated and the the objects disappearing and reappearing had stopped, we would have just wrote it off as, hey, this is weird. Somebody came in, we saw that problem with the alarm system. Oh, well, life goes on. But no, the Portuguese have to urge us to the to the ball, if you will, to say, no, your house is haunted, dude. We're about to... We're about to get real. And Ooh. every day from that, it got real. Well, let me just ask you one more thing before we go on to that. Other than the UFO-related experience you talked about earlier, had you and your girlfriend ever had any unusual encounters prior to this poltergeist event? Uh, nope. We asked We asked our, ourselves that. You know, paranormal, you know, fast forward a little bit, paranormal teams ask us that question. I went through my brain for his life history, you know, you know, nothing I could, you know, pin on and say, aha, you know, yeah, I was 12 and da 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 da, or I was 14 and something was under my bed. No, no, no. And, and I asked Tina the same thing, I'm like, Tina, 
and we're very honest. I mean, me and Tina, that's what my ex-girlfriend's name, we're very honest because this is new to us. This is, I'm in IT, I'm in tech. I'm a problem solver. I'm an analyzer. I'm a database cruncher. I'm, you know, this was, this is weird and it was fascinating to me from a tech and sci-fi IT point of view, geeky point of view, because I saw something levitate and I, and I, and I read a brief history of time. I read Stephen Hawking and I know a little bit about Newton laws and Einstein and I know the, you know, I can't draw the equation but I know there's an equation of you know how that would happen theoretically so this was interesting to me but I was not thinking poltergeist. I'm like what? What? And they're like aha yeah but poltergeist was flipping the bill. It was it was meeting all the, the tests. It was passing all the tests because everything that we witnessed and saw I can go Google the word Portuguese now and bring up 200 cases where the people have the same experience. So, but to answer your question, no, we had nothing to hang our hat on about a past experience, no. We're going to have more conversation with Keith Linder about the fact that he and his girlfriend moved into the house from hell. Hmm. Yeah. We got Keith and Gene and Tim. You're in the Paracast. For listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First game, Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream, a dream that turns out to be a nightmare because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. Silverlungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at Silverlungs.com. That's Silverlungs.com. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at TeamG'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your Longevity business. TeamG'day.com. TeamG'day.com. I need a tax preparer. How should I choose one? Using a paid tax preparer this year? Before paying someone to do your taxes, make sure they're qualified. Ask about their fees, experience, and training. Check with a Better Business Bureau. Avoid anyone who promises a higher refund. 
And review your tax return before you sign it. And make sure your preparer signs it too. For more tips, visit irs.gov and search Choosing a Preparer. Anyone can fall victim to moving fraud. Know your rights and responsibilities. There was never really a valid contract. Movers must always give written estimates. I was bound to an estimate, but it was after the fact. Be sure that any document is complete before signing it, and that it includes information to determine the final charges. It was a version that I had not seen before. Visit protectyourmove.gov to download a free moving fraud prevention guide. Search for registered movers and view their complaint histories. Move with confidence. We are GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. We've got listeners, lots of them. Around the world, around the clock, our listeners do what listeners do. They listen. And you know what listeners got? Needs. Needs for your products, your services, and money to buy those needs. With our network of over 1,000 radio stations, streaming on the web, and our satellite transmissions, we're reaching our listeners with quality conservative programming. But there's something our listeners don't have. Your offer to meet their needs. Any business needs buyers. But if our listeners don't hear your message, they're still going to buy what they need. Just not from your business. So let's fix this. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message for our GCN listeners. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email. Advertise at GCNlive.com. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. Keith Linder is staying with us. All this stuff is happening around there. And you made a point several times in the conversation that this individual is no longer your girlfriend, obviously. Is that the reason? Yeah. Yeah. Those who are listening and, and, and Tim and you can probably agree, because y'all probably have to read countless people about the subject matter is, uh, a malevolent spirit, you know, or poltergeist, whatever you want to call them, they're home disruptors, okay? They are in there to turn the status quo upside down, okay? Whatever that is. For me and Tina, we came in the house, we're about the naivest couples you can have come into a house where poltergeists are concerned, all right? Because we're in our respective fields and jobs just living our life and I was, you know, I never was a person who disavowed something and said, oh, I don't believe in that or I don't believe in ghosts. Ha, ha, ha. You got to show me. No, 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 no. I thought myself was too mature to say, you know, what? I don't have all the answers. I don't know. If you told me you had a ghost experience, da, 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 da. I'm going to be more inclined to believe you because I know there's a lot of stuff out there we don't know. I'm not going to be one of these guys, oh, show me, show me, show me, show me. Oh, you crazy, whatever, whatever. If I know you, and I said, the key word is know you then, yeah, I'm going to be inclined to be, to believe you. So when this stuff was, was happening, me and Tina, yeah, the Portuguese came in there, amongst other things, we'll, we'll talk about it, I don't, want, I don't want to get ahead of the story, but uh, long story short, it's a disruptor, okay? It's to take whatever is in there and turn it upside down, and literally, I mean, literally in more ways than one, we don't know that me and Tina, we don't know at the time, and by the time we did know it was too late, we are going to be willing participants to our own destruction. Okay? 
And what I mean by that is we go to Google and Google says, do this. And by Google, I mean a paranormal website. That doesn't work. Now, the Portuguese, one thing, I, and I wrote this in my books, is the Portuguese don't suffer fools. They don't suffer the newbies. They don't care how naive we are. Matter of fact, the more naive, the better. So we come in there with little learning experience. We smudge where you smudge or sage incorrectly. The Portuguese get stronger and throws that in your face. I mean, literally. We come in there with the holy water, the crosses, the Bibles, everything that the websites are telling us to do. The paranormal teams, which 90% of them are a joke. They're thrill seekers, so they come in there with their little flashlights, peekaboo in the corner. And the Portuguese just attacks me and Tina more. It took me a while to realize that everything I read in this regard about the paranormal team saying what you should do, stop right away. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know? So, so yeah. Well, I think one of the interesting things, Keith, is uh, what you had said in the uh, previous uh, part of this show when things started, you know, the toys started appearing, you know, on tables or things like that, you know, your mind first goes to, well, somebody is breaking into the house and, and you know, trying to uh, 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 joke us. And I think that, uh, you know, people who listen to this show, you know, maybe tend to say, oh, well, you know, if that happened to me, I'd immediately go, oh, you know, I've got a ghost in the house. But it doesn't work like that. Most, yeah, most people aren't going to go to that, they're going to think like you did. Somebody is playing a joke on us somehow. Yeah, you're right. Because I, I get my friends all I would have been out of there in, in one second. And like, yeah. You say that now because we're having coffee, but you don't understand the things that go the rigmarole you do to move into a house. There's movers, there's deposits, there's payments, there's this, 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 and that. It's months in the process, so you're not going to just drop. Oh, I'm out. y'all can keep all my stuff. I'm out of here. No, 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 no. Everybody that I talk to who live with a Portuguese guys, it's never like that. It's never like people been in the house for years. They're like, oh, we've been dealing with this spirit, and we call it Tom now. But Tom is a, you know, he's he's hell on wheels. You know, da 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 da. Hollywood makes it sound like you know, you leave, you run, you throw your keys while you're you're backing out the driveway at the door. <laughs> you know, but that's that's furthest from the truth. We, me and Tina, to our credit. We went down the checklist of what this could be. It's, 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 a, it's a good assumption to think you're being pranked, right? It's, it's good to think, because we live in this reality TV era where that's plausible. You know, you get a, a new house, you don't know what happened there before. So maybe we got a, a, an ad that was on, CB, on a CBS TV show and, you know, we, we you know, registered and da, 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 here we are. But we thought we were being pranked by the neighbors. We thought this was a rite of passage by the neighborhood. Kind of weird, kind of, you know, morbid, but okay, we get it, all right? The joke's on us. But when you see something levitate or spontaneous fire combustion, and when I say objects fly or move or levitate, they're going to get bigger. They're going to zip across the room. They're going to lodge into walls, into ceilings. Knives are going to be thrown, scratches, growls, grunts, wall writings, Bibles are going to catch fire. These are the things your eyes are seeing that no school of higher learning on this planet, including the church, has prepared you for. 
there's no school you can go in and say, today we're going to talk about Portuguese, ladies and gentlemen, and should you encounter one, this is what not to do. That school doesn't exist on this planet. So the Portuguese is there. It's like salivating and rubbing its hands together, like, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. So, so you're right. The knee jerk wasn't to run. Knee jerk was, oh, we're being pranked, we're being punked. And then once we learned when the levitating plant, you know, the advice being given was, oh, you got to stand your ground. Yeah, you got you to gotta fight this. And the paranormal team said, we'll, we'll, we'll back you all the way. We got your back. You know, we're, we're on our way. We're, we're going yeah, to take pictures. We're going to photograph for you, Keith. We're going to tell the world. And we're going to beat this thing. And they don't know what they're doing either. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's one of the things that the phenomena seems to want you to do though is to stand stand your ground fight back get mad yell you know do oh, all yeah. that yeah exactly because they get stronger and they're like this guy's an idiot you know i've always <laughs> tried to imagine what they say or see on their side you know what well, here's our side keith and tina's side right what are they thinking of seeing as i'm rummaging through the internet trying to find a solution or talking to this paranormal team who shows up in my house with the equipment but they forgot their batteries or you know what are they thinking they're like what's all this gear for you know you got my house looks like nasa by the time the paranormal team set up everything you know looks like a, 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 a mini studio you know you guys gotta be laughing they gotta be laughing dude because they, they they stop all the stuff they don't do nothing then you know and the paranormal teams are just there eating pizza, thumbing their, you know, thumbs like, you know. So, so yeah. So now you said that you had, uh, when the toys started to appear, that you, you know, you went and put up cameras to uh, try to uh, catch what was going on. What happened with that? Well, yeah. So some of the advice given, you know, it was coming from all circles. You got a, you got a haunted house, you're going to get a lot of advice from all circles. Family, friends, and, and paranormal community. I told my family, my brother, you know, me too. We thought when it was minor activity, we thought it was cool. It was interesting. It's, it's interesting to see something levitate of that degree, meaning it's small, it's inconspicuous, it's not going to hurt anything. You know, you think you got Casper living with you. So you want to capture that on film because I called my brother and said, hey, my chair just slid across the room. He believes me, but he don't believe me. Okay? He wants to see it on video. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to put a camera on the kitchen chair. Well, guess what? The chair is not going to move. But something else will move where the camera is not focused on. So then I get mad and I go put a camera on that. And then that doesn't move anymore. And then if I took the camera off the chair, the chair is moving again. So all this stuff I'm documenting, I'm telling people, and I'm buying cameras after cameras after cameras. Now I got cameras watching cameras, you know? <laughs> and the activity is just, it's like whack-a-mole, you know? It's everywhere all over the house. I'm getting frustrated. And I bring in a motion, infrared stuff, and then the, the, the poacher guy unplugs it from the wall, drains the battery, turns the camera upside down or around. It's facing the wall where I left it facing the hallway. It's not facing the wall. And what I don't know at the time, which took me later to learn, is the poltergeist is getting stronger and stronger. And it's, it's about to go from being nice to being mean. Okay? And I, and I really mean that. Because now it's like, okay, this guy, we, we got him where, he, where you know, the, 
die said we got them and they start throwing bigger stuff larger stuff they start breaking the cameras and start throwing the cameras they start removing the sd card from the cameras more to come with keith gene and tim you're in the paracast <laughs> For listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, the Paracast dot plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out the Paracast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR. DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We have Keith Linder talking about this incredible, frightening set of experiences he and his former girlfriend encountered in suburban Seattle. Relatively new home. You kind of think it's haunted it's got to be an old house you were talking here about something being removed from your camera the sd cards go on yeah so the portuguese in our home and i truly believe this with other homes portuguese as a whole understand and know humans my our affinity for when they captured them on film or video this, there were several occasions or moments in the home where I would be at work. I work downtown Seattle, but live in Bothell, where I would get notifications via email that motion or sound was detected at the Bothell home. So I would log in and I would see our home in disarray and the camera would still be running. 
So I would be excited thinking that I got something on video because I can see it in real time from my desk in Seattle, but me seeing something and you and others in the world seeing something are two different things. So I would rush home, probably spend a little bit going over the speed limit to get home, go into my house and run toward the camera. It's still running. It's still plugged in. I'm excited. And I remove the lid or whatever, and I see that the CD card, the SD card is gone. That's a level of trickery, cunning, intelligence that malevolent spirits have become masters at doing, especially in our home, where they give you only so much, but they take it back almost immediately. See, the Portuguese wants me and Tina, it's haunting me and Tina, it's not haunting the world. And therefore, it wants me to get excited to think I got something so I can rush and send it to you and other paranormal communities and y'all believe me and want to help me but when I rush home, I realize the only thing I got is a camera with an empty or missing SD card. And Tina didn't take the card. I didn't take the card. The house monitoring system says system R. I mean, the house was locked on lockdown. Nobody has come into the home or left the home, but the SD card is missing. And that's happened on numerous times. To even rub more salt into the wound, this is how crafty Portuguese are, is... Occasionally, I put an SD adapter in a machine with the card in it. And sometimes they would take the, you would, I would come to the camera and the SD adapter is laying next to the camera. But the card, meaning the, the SD card that's, you know, you insert in the SD adapter, that is missing. So they've taken the SD adapter out of the camcorder, set it down on the counter, but remove the SD card out of the SD adapter. That just irks me till kingdom come, okay? Because they know, and they're probably laughing, giggling, da-da-da-da, whatever they do, saying, we got you. And that's just a level of trickery, cunning, preparedness that these spirits in our home would do almost on a daily basis. All the cameras that you bought during this time, you actually had some uh, just uh, disappeared, didn't you? Yes. So uh, I kept an inventory of everything I bought, about eight cameras, and I mean, like motion cameras, went missing or still missing to this day. About two video cameras that sat on tripods, talk about the, you know, like a Sony or a handheld, are missing to this day. Uh, you walk home, your house is in disarray. All the thing is left is the tripod and maybe the, the power cord. The camera is gone. Other cameras were, some were destroyed. I mean, I've come home and I found my camera is disassembled. I've come home and found some destroyed to the bricks of powder, to plastic crystal or whatever, obliterated. Some are lying on the floor damaged. Some are just unplugged. They vary. It, it, it really it really depended on the room, what I was actually after. You know, the hallway, a lot of cameras were missing in the hallway. That's where a lot of the activity were. A lot of cameras were missing in my office. When I started putting two or three cameras in one room, yeah, you talk about maybe two or three cameras missing, the other ones are unplugged, or the memory stick taken out of it. So yeah, they've changed passwords. I still don't know how they've done that to this day where they would change the password, my login password, where I log in, or they would change the MAC address. They would change the MAC address to where 
Tim, I'm at work looking at the camera marked living room. I'm looking in my living room. I can see my living room from my office, from my desk, from my computer monitor. It's my living room. It's the, the living room I associate or MAC address or vice versa. And all of a sudden, the screen would go black. Okay. 20 seconds later, the screen would come back on again. The camera with the MAC address that says living room is now showing me the bedroom. Mm. All right. Nobody's picking up the camera, taking it to the bedroom. The camera has not left the room it's in. But the camera is now showing another part of the house. And then when it wants to go back to the original room, the room it was, you know, mapped to, that room is in disarray. And by disarray, I mean, for those listening, what does disarray mean when I, in this regard? By disarray, I mean, imagine an F5 tornado rummaging through your home while you're gone. Everything is torn asunder. Everything's upside down. Furniture, bed, cupboards, drawers, dresser drawers, ironing board, plants, everything. It looks like a tornado went through your house while you were gone. But the alarm system still says armed. Hmm. The ADT security system. That's an interesting point about this phenomena, is that it seems to have a really good grasp on technology, which is really weird. I mean, uh, I know that there have been cases where it is able to text people, you know, yeah. send send weird messages over text, email, uh, phone calls, you know, th- things like that. You know, something that you wouldn't think that, you know, I mean, if you're dealing with, you know, whatever no- a normal haunting would be, that this is something that would uh, have a grasp on technology, sometimes a lot better than uh, uh, people like yourself who work with it every day. Yeah, you bring up an interesting point because there were been, there's been so many times where I would get an email or Tina would get an email and I didn't send it. I'd be in meetings all day. Or Tina would get an email, and I would text Tina back, hey, did you send me this? You know, no, I didn't send you this. You know? And it's not even, you can read it. I, I know, you know, you know your partners, the way they type, the way they talk to you via text or email. And, yeah, there are words on her phone or on my phone that, that says it came from her. But you can read it, and there's, a, there's something a little bit off with the wording. To where we start realizing, you know, they're in our, they're, they're in your equipment. Literally, I want people to understand. The Portuguese, when they're in your home, they're thinking of it like this. They're in your electrical system of everything. Ours was. And therefore, ours got it to our email. And I would get in trouble. This is where you, this is where the degradation of the relationship begins because we don't know this stuff then. I'm telling you this stuff after the fact. Because I've read other cases and I've compared the two. When this stuff is happening in real time, you don't know you're being trapped. Tina will come to me and say, this girl sent you this text message. I'm like, what What girl? You know? And she would get upset, as rightfully so. She's getting emails that say it's coming from me, and I didn't send it. And sometimes the email would be just trash talking, just the stuff. You know, I come home and Tina's ready to have an argument. Oh, let's have it out now because what you sent me at work today, I'm ready now. And I'm like, I haven't sent you anything all day. And you don't even know that somewhere in, in Blah Blah Land where the Portuguese are sitting watching this, they orchestrated the whole thing. Going back to the items that we start 
fighting that didn't belong to us. Tina started fighting jewelry, female jewelry. Now, any woman listening to this show, no, if, you, if you share a house with a man and you come home from work, hard day's work or whatever, and let's say you didn't make up the bed today, right? Y'all both didn't make up the bed. And you, and you go up to Tina, you know, she's, she's very proactive like that. We, one of us didn't make up the bed, whatever. She would go up immediately after coming out from work and make up the bed. We got more to come with Keith Uh-oh. and Gene and Tim. You're in the Paracast. Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. You've heard that supply lines are down or moving slow. Or moving slow. And that most everything costs more these days. Costs more these days. But good news. High-quality Sunny Bay products are in stock and ready to ship now because they're made in the USA. Like our extra-long neck heating pads, they provide soothing relief to painful sore necks and backs, are microwavable, and come in a variety of colors and patterns. What a great gift! An extra-long neck heating pad from Sunny Bay, also available in lavender-scented. Buy now in time for the holidays and avoid any shipping delays. Available on Amazon, Walmart, Etsy, and sunny-bay.com. Just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. They're great for men or women, are reusable, and easy to clean. So this year, give the gift of pain relief and extra long neck wrap from Sunny Bay. Remember, just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Order now when our stock is high and shipping is fast. And happy holidays from Sunny Bay. We all have heard about the benefits of fish oils. But what about the presence of heavy metals, PCBs, dioxins, furans, and other contaminants found in fatty tissues of fish? GCNteam.com recognizes this risk and offers IFOS certified tested omega-3 fatty acids. EPA, DHA insist on IFOS omega-3 fatty acid certification. Get the best at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. We've entered a time where sky truly is the limit and opportunity awaits. The Internet has become a platform of everyone's worldwide communications. Billionaires building businesses on platforms that didn't even exist a generation ago. But in the sea of noise, how can the voice of your business be heard? The secret is over a 100 years old. Radio, 228% more effective than TV. That's 228% more effective than television. Brick and mortar and cyber businesses alike have found radio to be the most effective for building a brand and delivering customers. Learn the secrets of radio advertising by calling 877-996-4327 or email 
advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So some weird force is trying to screw up the relationship between Keith and Tina. And it succeeds, and i got to tell you, that is a part of it I haven't heard before. Do you know of other cases where that's been done, where something deliberately screws up somebody's relationship with their significant other? You asking myself? For me or Tim? Or? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go for you, Keith. Then I'll have Tim drop in with an observation. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, imagine, to answer your question, yeah, um, so Tina comes to me after making up the bed and women's jewelry falls out the sheets. Well, any woman naturally is going to be livid. I would be livid if, if it was the other way around. And so an argument ensues. Now, the jewelry is material. That's a physical thing you're holding in your hand. That's called evidence. The only thing I can see in my case is I don't know where that came from. <laughs> okay? And that would create an argument. But, yeah, I learned through, you know, looking at other Portuguese cases pick your century where yeah they, they, like i said they're disruptors where they come in and destroy you know marriages or breakups you know just families who have children you know the, the children you know the people are at odds with each other they, they they hate each other you know everybody's like looking at each other as a suspect you know and it becomes so heated it took a while for me to catch on but by then it's really too late because yeah, you find out at the last minute, at least we did. I mean, it, it, it's really too late because they went with Tina with the the infidelity stuff because they knew from her previous marriages that ended where her husband cheated on her. They can get mileage out of that. They knew the best way to get me, in it, and they were right, was through my tech gear. You know, I'm a techie. So they knew to get Keith is he's going to buy all this equipment and stuff, Best Buy, Craigslist, Amazon, da-da-da-da-da, eBay, all this stuff. I'm buying camera, 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 and just spinning my wheels. So they knew how to get me, and then they just put us at odds with each other and, and, and watch us, you know, battle it out. And they did. They watched us verbally, finger point, everything. And then you would see something get thrown or you hear a loud boom, other parts of the house as a relation to us arguing. So, yeah. Throughout history with the poltergeist phenomena, one of the things that it always attempts to do is to disrupt a household by any means possible. And disrupt means 
physical things, but also working on an emotional level. In the uh, earlier days, a lot of times the uh, phenomena would target like uh, servants who were living in a house yeah. and make, make it look like that the servants are stealing things, eating food, same thing uh, uh, w- with the children. The uh, phenomena would uh, take money from the parents and then hide it under the children's bed. So the parents would then accuse the children of, of stealing things. And that uh, that's something that, I mean, you know, you look back hundreds of years with this phenomena and it hasn't changed. I mean, it still works on that uh, emotional level. Yeah, I would say Portuguese phenomena as a whole, a majority of it, you know, we always talk about the phenomena that's happening in an environment. And that's important. Trust me, that's extremely important. Uh, what's left on the table, if you will, is the emotional. Not, not much is not much talk of the emotional turmoil or aspect. Is you were saying something very interesting, Tim. I was, you know, I'm, I'm reviewing right now in the process of reviewing historical Portuguese cases where it involves fire. You know, all the cases that involve spontaneous fire and objects catching fire. And you're right. A lot of the finger pointing that I'm reading in, the, in these in these newspaper articles, man, they are bringing these children and kids to the ringer, man. I'm talking about law enforcement, fire department, psychiatrists, doctors, parents, priests, because the fire would break up in the vicinity of a child, but the child had nothing to do with the fire. It just happened to be in the room, and everybody's pointing toward the child, and they're, they're, they're lambasting the child, you know. Sometimes they've even removed the child from the location and the fire still erupt. And they still lambast the child. You know, they, 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 they can't point to the catching the child's hand in the cookie jar. They point to the child having some sort of mental, you know, telekinesis capability, which I, I don't think is, is 100% fair nor accurate. But they do that. And sometimes the child is so lambasted that they just cough up and admit it. Ah, yeah, it's me. It's me. I'm the one that set the roof on fire. I mean, the ceiling, the roof outside the house. Yeah, I'm only five years old. Yeah, I climbed up there. It was 20 degrees outside, blizzard, and I set it on fire. That was me. And everybody, yeah, CK saw, and nobody's ever asked the question. Ain't no five-year-old gonna climb on top of no house and set it on fire. But that's the believability. Now, okay, we solved the problem. We can move on. But in our home. It's just the same thing with me and Tina because only us two live there. And some days I work, I'm an IT, so I, get, I have the ability to work from home sometimes, and I do. It's snowing. Obviously, I'm not driving to work. And I don't even go upstairs. I work downstairs. So Tina comes home. I have been upstairs all morning, and she comes down with female jewelry in her hand. I'm like, and, she, you know, you can't really blame her because it's a natural reaction, Okay. If I came home and Tina was working home all day and I came up with another man's trousers after I, I was making up the bed and another man's trousers fell out, Portuguese or no Portuguese, I would probably be, I would know I would be thinking the same thing. And the Portuguese are very clever and we never ask this question of all the items that I have missing, the, all the items that Tina has missing that we never got back, and all the items that people all over the world who still to this day have missing that never got back. It's not too far-fetched to believe these Portuguese take these items from place to place. Like, Tina has jewelry missing right now. Okay, we're talking eight years removed of the of the phenomena. That jewelry, you know, is appearing in somebody's house, or will be, or, or already has. 
somebody's arguing right now or being defensive of Tina's jury because we've never seen it. It's not in the house. It's not in the bowels or the, the cracks or the walls of the home. It's just gone. All right. You're talking is, to. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tim. All right. I was gonna, I was gonna, so you were talking about uh, fire, and that's something that you had happen in your house, too, which is a scary prospect. I mean, it's, oh, it's yeah. bad enough. Yeah, it's bad enough to think that, you know, an electrical device, you know, uh, could just uh, uh, suddenly burst into flames for normal reasons. But you are having things uh, uh, catch on fire that shouldn't be catching on fire. <laughs> Yeah, and one of the things we got in trouble for, or which I never quite understood, is when we told the world or people, yeah, we have objects in our home catching fire. And these are not objects that, that normally catch fire. I'm not talking about, you know, a toaster or, or something, you know. Nothing ever caught fire in the kitchen, all right? We had Bibles catch on fire. And I want to set the register on what does that mean, keep Bibles catch on fire? Because people take that risk and screw it. This is going to be almost a religious connotation. I want to talk more about this as we continue with our discussion. Keith Linder, learning how not to have a relationship with someone, and that is to move into a haunted house. Of course, he didn't realize it. Tim Swartz, our guest co-host. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in (laughs) the Paracast. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. USA Radio News with Wendy King. Florida, New York, and California are leading the way in new coronavirus cases in the U.S. as the country moved past a daily average of more than 300,000 per day, according to figures from the CDC. The highly contagious Omicron variant of COVID-19 is being blamed for the dramatic rise in recent cases. The CDC recorded its biggest jump in the current trend between December 26th and 27th. Since that day, the U.S. has averaged more than 400,000 daily coronavirus cases, which has also sent the seven-day average soaring. World leaders are sending out New Year's Day messages. President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden sent out a New Year's Eve message on ABC TV. Happy New Year, America. From our family to yours, we wish you peace, joy, and good health in the year ahead. This is USA Radio News. 
Around 4,500 New Year's Day flights were canceled, including 2,500 affecting the United States as air carriers continued to struggle with COVID-19 and the winter holiday weather. The most affected U.S. carriers were, in order, Southwest, SkyWest, American, Delta, and United. The majority of the U.S. cancellations were from Chicago's O'Hare International Airport. Many of them were delayed due to the New Year's Day snowstorm. The city received nine inches of snow over the holiday. With more than 12,000 flights canceled since Christmas, the holiday travel season has been thrown into turmoil by the Omicron variant of COVID-19. The FAA warned that an increased number of its own employees are testing positive for the virus, which may result in forced reductions in traffic volumes to maintain adequate oversight and safety. You're listening to USA Radio News. Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses, your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. Colloidal silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day. But supplies are limited. Purchase nano-colloidal silver now at immunesupportnow.com. That's immunesupportnow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. Jacques Vallée, you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. All right, I'm looking at religious connotations here when you say Bibles being destroyed. Hmm. Yeah. The reason why, uh, like I said, to clear the record on, on what that means is one of the things we were advised to do, you got a home that's haunted, right? So you, you get help from multiple people, including the church. And the church is saying, hey, you need to put your religious beliefs or display it openly, okay? Me and Tina, I'm not classify as overly religious or religious, more spiritual, but, you know, we're not religious individuals. So, therefore, we were advised to whatever belief we had to display it openly. And we did. So I had Bibles tucked away in boxes or a bookshelf or somewhere and they said you need to put those on coffee tables or, or a lamp table read from it every now and then and ask these spirits to leave read psalms proverbs say the lord's prayer to and ask these spirits to leave kindly not forcibly and we did we, well you got to leave the bible open and you go to bed well, guess what? You go to bed, you, you kiss your girlfriend goodnight, and you wake up 2 a.m., 1.30 in the morning, your fire alarm is blazing. The human instinct, anybody, we all have an instinct of fire. We really have a, a bigger fear of fire in the middle of the night while we're sleeping. So you wake up, you're thinking your house is on fire, rightfully so. You're not thinking poltergeist started the 
fire. You just my house is on fire. Oh my god, did we leave something on the stove? Whatever, house is on fire. When you run out your bedroom door and you see that what's on fire is the Bible that you just prayed over, that's a whole new can of worms. The Bible we just prayed over that we left downstairs is now sitting in our doorway on fire. I mean, flames are coming from the Bible. Smoke, ash, soot, where it's triggering the fire alarms in in, in the house. So that's the whole level of fear factor we're dealing with with the Portuguese phenomenon. Because not only is your heart racing, but the Portuguese has taken a religious object, you know, some would say sacred, and rightfully so, and set it on fire. Okay, what do you do with that? I called the Catholic Church who gave me the advice to begin with, and they're dumbfounded. They put me on hold. I'm not lying. I am not lying. The people who advise you have reached the end of what they can tell you to do. What did you say just happened? The Bible is on fire. And that happened two more times with just the Bibles. Yeah, I talked about the computer monitors catching fire. We didn't have to talk about the, the poster that caught fire in my office the day I was in the shower, which was 10 times worse than the Bible's catching fire, because that time I called the fire department, and the fire department arrived on the scene, and I have it on record by their own writing of unexplained fire. They don't know what caused that fire. Now, I know what caused it, but they've been firemen and fire marshal a poster in the middle of a wall near no heat source, no you have an outlet behind it, no lamp or anything, doesn't catch fire to where they got to write down in their notes unexplained. That's one of the uh, things that uh, I've often advised people who are going through the same experiences that, that you have, Keith. Don't go and hang up a bunch of crosses. Don't get out the Bibles. I mean, even the big thing now is to go and, uh, you know, smudge the house, get the sage yeah. and, and, and burn it. So don't do that stuff. You'll just make it mad. You know, it's, it's like the old yeah. joke, you know, don't, don't shoot him. You'll just make him mad. The religious stuff does nothing except exasperate the situation. Right. So now when I get calls from around the world or emails for people who have a similar experience, that's one of the first things I tell them. If they're already doing it, I tell them, stop. I like, stop right now. It's a knee jerk reaction. I think a, a percentage of it is from Hollywood. We see a lot of TV and what's in our subconscious mind of, oh, devil Bible, oh, devil cross, devil holy water. And you, you throw all these things at it. I mean, we would smudge. And the activity would just be relentless afterwards. So we were like, it was like putting gasoline on a fire, literally. I mean, literally it was, no pun intended. But yeah, you putting logs on the fire to where it took three years before I met a man by the name of Steve Mara and Don Phillips who had the knowledge to say, stop doing that. And I'm surprised you made it this far. <laughs> you know, because I could tell you to kingdom come. But to you in your home, own little home, and you're sleeping, and it's 3 a.m., and you're, you know, you're on REM sleep, and you just zoned out, and all of a sudden you got a fire that even when you extinguish it, I'm talking about you've extinguished the fire, 
and you turn your back to it, to the ashes, and then the ashes flame on again, the second you turn your back to it, you think you're battling God. I know it's extinguished, but I got to leave the room, right? I got to turn my back to it. I got to go, you know, break something up into the room, and the fire reignites, and there's no logical explanation of why the fire reignited. There's a visible presence that's standing with you that reignited the fire. And that's what happened three times in our home. How long did this stuff go on before you guys called it quits? Uh, good question. Moved in 2012. Uh, Tina, my relationship with Tina ended in 2015. Uh, so Tina was in the home three years. Uh, I moved out uh, almost to the day, May 8th, 2016. Uh, so I was in the home four years in odd days. Tina was in the home three years. Um, what was the straw that broke the camel's back uh, for Tina? Because uh, there's going to be listeners who listen to the show who are familiar with the name Tina due to the Ghost Adventures episode was the ill portrayal of Tina on that show uh, by the Ghost Adventures team. Uh, you know, when we were being attacked by the Portuguese day in and day in day out, uh, by the time Ghost Adventures arrived on the scene, and, and this sort of record they found, that's what they find them. We had had it up to here with paranormal teams. I mean, we were, we were really, paranormal teams the world over were really on borrowed time. It was a it was debatable who we hated more, the Portuguese or the paranormal team. I'm talking about overall. Let's just let you know our experience with the paranormal teams locally. So when Ghost of just came in, they were really on probation mentally. But they, they, they talked a good game and they seemed sincere at the beginning. And they came, but when they showed the episode and incorrectly, that's in all caps, portrayed Tina on that episode. That was it for Tina. Tina was done. How did they portray Tina incorrectly? Well, if you see, the, I don't know if you've seen that episode, Tim might have seen it, but if you see the episode, there's, 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 there's mistruths on the episode to where um, there's a scene in the kitchen where Tina and Zach is pitch black. Uh, we were asked to walk around the house and talk to the ghost. And they were filming. And it's pitch black. We can't see anything. We even complained a few times. It's too black. We can't see nothing. Well, Tina blurts out to the crew, to the staff, to Zach, that she smells sage. She smells sage burning. And me and Tina know when we smell sage, something's about to go off. Something's about to get down. But nobody was heeding her call for that. So they just kept filming. Well, Tina and Zach almost butted heads, talking about forehead to forehead because it was pitch black. Nobody saw or knew where the other person was in the room. So when Tina almost bumped heads with Zach, Zach in real life screamed out loud, like, ah, because he was scared of me. He saw Tina, she saw him, and she told him out loud, they, you know, they did the voiceover so you can't hear it. She told Zach to stop acting like a pussy. <laughs> and everybody started laughing. Everybody in the control room, Dave Schrader's of the world, and everybody in the garage where they were, you know, the command center was set up, started laughing. We thought it was a moment of levity, you know. And we did not hear from them for two and a half months while they did the editing of the show. Let's stop it here and we'll do that cliffhanger. We've got more to come with Keith and Gene and Tim. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today.
Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-998-7173. 800-998-7173. That's 800-998-7173. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. 
is Richard Dolan. You're listening to the Paracast. Okay, so we're going into what they did, these people involved with the reality show, Keith. And you were telling us you hadn't heard from them for a while before something happened. Yes, yeah, so they, you know, they came in, I believe it was late November, early December to the home. And, and when they left, we haven't heard from them until maybe a week before the episode aired, which we thought was weird. And we didn't see the episode. They, they were not sharing with us. So when we saw it, when the world saw it, so we saw it. Not, a lot of people don't know that. And when we saw it, they got to the moment where Tina and Zach were in the kitchen pitch black, and you could see them in the infrared camera about to butt heads. So I, we, we, we're thinking, oh, man. And I even nudged Tina like, what? They're going to shut you back scared and da 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 You tell them stop acting like a pussy. And they did the total opposite that in voiceover, not live mic. This is voiceover, which he, that he does that in the studio. Says when when that moment happened, he says to the, on, the, on the show that he got a weird vibe from Tina. Like oh, like I'm getting a weird negative energy. If I paraphrase him, but he's saying I got a, I'm getting a weird negative vibe from Tina at the moment that happened. And all of us being there when it did happen knew that was totally false. And when that aired, the social blogosphere blew up and painted Tina as some demon lady. Most of us didn't find anything, but if there was, it had to be Tina. Tina's the demon lady. Tina got beat up badly on social media with caricatures and accusations. And Ghost Adventures won't come to our defense, not one they did not lift one finger. So Tina was done. She was done, dude. I mean, done, done, done it and done. And what, probably the most often question I give via email today is, has to deal with that those those twenty seconds on that show of, of that not the case anymore, but Zach you know saying Tina some sort of you know weird lady or whatever which he said. Now let me ask you a question here because this would be a personal one. Tina was how old when this happened? How old? Uh, yes. I think we're both in our mid forties, forty five, forty six, give or take. Okay, so you're a middle aged couple. Yeah, and I assume normal people, and suddenly she is demonized, which has yeah. all sorts of really, really nasty connotations, as you know. And it's yeah. not just picking a person, but in our society, this is horrible to do this to a woman who looks like she's just another victim. So, okay, so this right. was it. Yeah. This was it for her. Yeah, Tina's done. I mean, like I said. Paranormal teams were on borrowed time to begin with. And this was the straw that broke the camel's back because we're dealing with enough problems already. We did not need this one, you know. And I would try to calm Tina down, but you have to understand, you know, when you're dealing with a poacher, guys, the outside is always looking in, so they don't see what we see. And one of the negative connotations surrounding Portuguese phenomena is, and, I, and, I, and I've been trying to find it hard to change that, is the negative stigma on women. You know, of when people came into our home, they always went toward Tina or, or asked me away from Tina. Hey, your girl, is she showing anything weird? Has she got any, any negative energy, any signs or, or stuff? Nothing in the house has given a clue to why you would ask that question. The thing that surprises me is a woman is supposed to be, at least as far as I know and as far as I understand, a 
symbol of positive energy. I mean, this is surely beyond belief. Yeah, they're the de facto causative agent, if you will. And it was weird because, like I said, we, you know, whatever they change is on the cutting room floor. And I know TV and shows like to sensationalize, but to sensationalize that part to where Tina comes out, like, y'all found us, we didn't find you. And y'all supposed to make it easier on us after you leave. And believe it or not, the activity got worse because Tina was mad and upset, rightfully so. And that led to arguments and finger pointing. And the Portuguese is just eating that up. And then for y'all to take not talk to us for two and a half months, then we're like, oh man, <laughs> it's like and we're left up spinning our wheel, our wheels. And then even after the show aired, you know, nobody's come calling. People went. Don't want to help us anymore because they think it's Tina or Ghost of Richards didn't find anything. And now they're thinking it's just something that we led people astray on. And we're like, what? We didn't lead nobody astray. But we know what happened because we were there and they know what happened because they were there. I mean, I'm not saying they could have put that in the show or whatever, but you didn't have to leave it to where Tina came out looking bad. I mean, make it look like. Zach or Aaron or somebody look bad. I mean, y'all can do that, <laughs> you know. But and then they'll come to our defense, and they still haven't come to our defense. Even when confronted by other paranormal teams, they still have. They've, they've doubled down, tripled down on it. And I, I just sort of like somebody don't understand. That. I don't get that portion of the community. I know all paranormal teams are not like that. I'm not trying to put all of them in that bucket, but. Um, some of y'all, y'all representatives are not making you guys look good. I don't want to get into the litigant issue here, but you're not public figures. And if you're being demeaned on a national or worldwide TV show, you do have some power there, though, to go right after them. The only reason why, because you bring up a good point, that I stayed another year and a half after Tina was damage control because I did not want the epitaph to the Bothell house to be that episode because Tina moved out, I think a week after the episode aired. A week after, she was done. I drilled down internally, spending nights in the Seattle library reading about Portuguese. That's when I did the flip side and said, I need to learn everything I know about Portuguese and change this narrative because this is wrong and I came up with the term or discovered the term I didn't come up with discovered the term parapsychologist and that's when I found out there's a community out there very small that studies this phenomena and goes at it from a psychological aspect angle and that's how I found Steve Mera and Steve Mera who lives in the UK who was the antithesis to Ghost Adventures him and Dawn and when they came they flew from the UK to my home and lived in the home for 11 days and we was able to change the narrative with that team and a team led by Nikki Novell out of the east coast of the United States to where we rehabilitated the case the home and our claims because if I had stopped the day Tina moved out you and I wouldn't be talking right now the, the, the epitaph would have been those riches came in saw nothing and that would have been the end of the case but um the case really took off after I'm talking about as far as uh, the snowball effect when the parapsychologists came in because they knew everything they knew our hurt 
the paranormal psychologists, they knew the psychological aspect of it, and they worked both angles. Yeah, we got to, number one, we got to stop the phenomena from happening. We got to find out why it's happening. We got to see how we can get you out of here unscathed. No other paranormal team ever did that before. Most paranormal team come in there just to capture the phenomena. Ooh, wow, cool, got it. Let's go. Let's go to Applebee's. No, these guys came in wanting to actually, how can we get you out of here unscathed? You know, I became more important than the phenomena inside the home, whereas the other paranormal team is the other way around. I should point out, uh, Keith, that uh, unlike Steve Mara's team, which, you know, you said, I mean, they came twice and spent a number of days in your house with you, Ghost Adventurers, they were there one night. And that was Ghost Adventurers were, on, were up in the home one night to uh, drill down even more. They were only, their investigation only lasted five hours. That's not, you know, me guessing or having a stopwatch. They had five hours on their itinerary when they arrived. They sent me their itinerary before they arrived, and they adhered to it very quick. Very good, matter of fact, very good. You know, we when we left the house and gave them the keys, I came back the next morning about 6 a.m. They were gone. But five hours they were going to dedicate to investigating, which anybody who studies phenomena, don't have to be Portuguese phenomena, but any phenomena, five hours is nothing. That's, that, that's nothing, you know. But you're right. Steve Meredith came in and lived in the house for a period of two and a half weeks. Uh, visited the home twice. Traveled from the UK twice. Bought Nick Kyle. Nick Kyle, the president of the Scotland SSPR, who came in with them the second time and lived with them just to confirm what they said the first time was true and it was and, and Nick if you Nick Kyle if you, if you find him online he'll tell you yeah I was there I observed everything these guys are legit Keith's story is legit and yeah I was there I had, I had the room next to Keith's nothing hokey you know the word hokey or hoax nothing nefarious going on and he saw stuff they all saw stuff we're going to have and, more stuff with Keith coming up, he'll be also on the After the Paracast podcast. With Gene and Tim, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. 
People are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Now, let's point out here that after your girlfriend left, you hung out in this place. Is there a reason why you didn't just say, hey, I've had enough, I'm going to? Um... Yeah, because I, I I I felt in my in my in my gut in my crawl that if I leave now, uh, there was two things that made me stay in that house longer than I should have. Number one, uh, we didn't talk about this much, but uh, we learned midway through the homestay that a family before us had similar activity. A family lived in a home two thousand eight two thousand nine had similar activity. That's a huge revelation in Portuguese lore or those who study Portuguese. That's crucial information. I found them. I found a previous tenant, but they just up and left, like most people would do. They had, they had children. They left, but like I said earlier, it destroyed their marriage. I wanted to leave the house to where whoever came after me. You need to know this house is haunted, and I don't mean Casper haunted. You need to know, and if you start experiencing any activity, God forbid, you need to know who to call and who not to call. So that's one reason why I stayed there. The second reason why I stayed there was probably the main reason was the Ghost Adventures debacle, where Tina left, and I knew I could not let that be the last chapter of, of the home. I, I knew I had a year and a half left on the lease, and I knew I had to get busy on trying to find a bona fide team who can come in. And there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee even with a bona fide team that they can find something. That's just how difficult Portuguese investigations are. They could have came in and not got anything as well. But they would not have leaped to the, the fraud uh, conclusion that ghost fishers did. But I stayed, I found them, and they came, and then they shared their findings with the world. And I felt like I was empowered because me, when I left that home, I'm talking about the Boston home, I moved out in May of 2016. My IQ for what Portuguese war or is or aren't tenfold grew tenfold and I'm still learning but I was nowhere the naive guy was when I moved in let me ask you a question here though all right so Tina moves out over a year before you do what has happened to her since are you in touch with her we maintain communication we were not a couple anymore but we maintain communication yeah so we maintain communication up until about a year and a half after Tina moved out cordial um, to my knowledge that Tina would tell me uh, nothing followed her she had no activity elsewhere that's good um, I was glad to learn that um, so yeah but she 
even when Steve and the other teams from the UK came to the home, she wanted nothing to do with them. Uh, they asked to interview her, but Tina, rightfully so, was of the belief, fool me once, you know, shame on me, you know, you know, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. So she didn't want anything to do with them. She didn't know them. Um, and I didn't press her, you know, even when asked. I was not going to press press Tina to come back to the house after moving out to talk to Steve, Dawn, or anybody. That's her right. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then we stopped maybe communicating about two years after she moved out. She still lives in the Seattle area. We have mutual friends, um, but uh, we don't talk every day now. Okay, she has not had anything weird happen to her since moving out. No, no. And me, I'm, set, sorry, go ahead. Me, I'm a different story. I have, yeah. Okay. I've had things moved. I've had, I've had activity, uh, still do from time to time. It's not the degree of the Bothell House, but um, from time to time when I'm about to forget that I ever went through something like this, yeah, something happened in, in my home. I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm twice removed from the Bothell House. I live in a second place now. And something will happen. It's not scary. It's just, you know, teleport, A-port, you know, electrical issue, occasionally a phantom text message, something like that. So this has followed you. Since moving from that place, you still have things happen. You've lived in two different places, and phenomena has occurred in both? Yeah. Water puddles have, have occurred in uh, the first place I moved from. A lot of electrical issues, uh, poking and prodding while sleeping, bed shakes, sheets shaking off the bed. Now keep in mind, this, some of the phenomena was happening when I, because I travel on business. When I was living in the Bothell home, I could be half a world away, or I'll say half a country away, be another part of the United States. And things would happen to me in my hotel room. I've been attacked by the poltergeist while traveling on business. Um, that's documented in other cases. It's rare, but it's extremely valuable information to a poltergeist research because, you know, what that, one of the things the Buffalo House maybe is disproving, if I could use that word, is it's disproving this theory that seems to have captivated everybody about RSPK, the recurrent telekinesis belief that poltergeists are stemming from some sort of mind power or mental, you know, switch that neither male or female child or adult child, for that matter, can control. But it's happening, and um, the Bothell House is just shredding that theory uh, because majority of the activity that happened in the Bothell House, me and Tina were not even home. So if I'm, you know, in Texas, in Florida, in Chicago, in my hotel room on the 24th floor, the 47th floor, and objects are thrown at me or sheets being yanked off the bed, and Tina, who's still at the house with her friend, is being attacked, that tells you we're dealing with probably a third-party entity, a discarnate entity or incarnate entity, whatever you want to call it, that has its own independence that could be at two places at one time or there's multiple spirits in cahoots together which the evidence suggests both what I'm hearing here is that the phenomenon is following you 
wherever you yeah. are. But once Tina left, it's no longer following her. Yeah, no, no longer following her. To my knowledge, Tina told me. Tina moved with herself elsewhere. And Tina will call me if she has phenomenal. You're going to go back to the boyfriend. You have phenomenal win. <laughs> call him. And, you know, she didn't have anything. Now, it took me a year and a half to move, so I didn't know when I'd be falling outside the Boston home. I've already had activity when I travel on business, but maybe I would be blessed with what Tina was blessed with. But when I found out that I was still having activity, I was not surprised because I had been having activity elsewhere while living in the Boston home. And you have to understand, I have a more, I was more involved with these spirits, if that makes any sense, than Tina ever was. It was my house primarily. It was me bringing in all the gear, all the technology stuff. It was me who took a keen interest. I was sort of, you know, the leader, if you will. And they just made a V-line to me once Tina moved out. And, yeah, I was still still, still having activity in the home by myself when Tina moved out. So there's 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 that portion, too, of there's still activity. It's not to the degree it was when Tina was there because one person now is gone. But there was still activity, enough for us to fill both Steve, Mara, and Don Phillips and the U.S. team's buckets when they lived in the home because they left with a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot of people who don't know, Steve and them found over 434 EVPs, or captured, I should say, EVPs, a majority of what they call Class A, Class B, and that was just on their first visit. Okay, we didn't even talk about the Class C or Class D, which they totally don't, they totally discard, but those are still voices, but the ones that they can, you can hear the enunciation and the conversation, no, those are on YouTube and elsewhere. You can, people can actually hear those voices. Hey, I'm going to ask you just very quickly in our next segment, because not everybody follows this completely, define the various classes of the voice. Okay, I'm, okay I'm let's do that in our next segment, okay? Keith Linder hung out at this place, suburban Seattle area, and then when he left, two more homes but the phenomena wasn't done with him yet. Tim Swartz is our special guest co-host this week. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. You've heard that supply lines are down or moving slow. Or moving slow. And that most everything costs more these days. Costs more these days. But good news. 
high-quality Sunny Bay products are in stock and ready to ship now because they're made in the USA. Like our extra-long neck heating pads, they provide soothing relief to painful sore necks and backs, are microwavable, and come in a variety of colors and patterns. What a great gift! An extra-long neck heating pad from Sunny Bay, also available in lavender-scented. Buy now in time for the holidays and avoid any shipping delays. Available on Amazon, Walmart, Etsy, and sunny-bay.com. Just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. They're great for men or women, are reusable, and easy to clean. So this year, give the gift of pain relief and extra-long neck wrap from Sunny Bay. Remember, just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Order now when our stock is high and shipping is fast. And happy holidays from Sunny Bay. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. An important message from Byram Healthcare. If you live with diabetes, you know how challenging and painful it can be to manage your blood sugar. With private insurance, Medicare, or Medicaid, that can all change. If you test your blood sugar four or more times a day and inject insulin three or more times a day, you may qualify to receive at little or no cost, less copays and deductibles, a continuous glucose monitor, providing blood sugar readings with no uncomfortable finger sticks. It alerts you in real time to potential spikes with your blood sugar levels. Byram Healthcare is a leading U.S. provider of continuous glucose monitors. We carry most major brands and will work with your insurance to get your benefits approved. So if you have diabetes, call a U.S.-based Byram Healthcare specialist now and see if you qualify. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Compliment your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. All right. This is getting crazier and wackier by the minute, and if it hasn't gotten crazy yet, it has. Would you define, just quickly for our listeners' benefit, the various classes of the EV phenomena? Uh, Yeah, I'll try. So, from a high level or in a nutshell, so depending on who you ask, there's groups and teams who've broken our EVP classification down to maybe four, if not five, categories. A Class A EVP is sort of like the holy grail of EVP land, obviously. Whereas you capture a voice on your recorder or any type of recording device that both the naked ear didn't capture, okay? Or naked ear captured it, 
and it's now on your recording device, and it's clear as day. You know, you, we're in my kitchen right now, and I ask you, hey, where are we going to eat after we leave Keith's house? And you say, oh, let's go to Wendy's. I'm craving a hamburger. And I'm like, oh, man, we should go to Golden Corral. Dude, they got this special. A week later, upon evidence review, you're reviewing the evidence that you captured in the house, and you get to the portion where you and I are talking about where we're going to eat. When you say Wendy's and I say Golden Corral, there's a voice in between us that says Denny's, a male voice. Well, it was only you and me in the room having this conversation. And upon re-loop and replay and da-da-da-da-da, there's this male voice that shows up on your, you know, spectral meter or whatever you got, you know, that says Denny's, clear as day. That's what you would call a good classified EVP, Class A. Needs no explanation. It can exist on its own merit. You give it to 20 people, 20 people hear the word Denny's. Uh, Class B is somewhat similar, except there might be a little bit open to interpretation. You know, I say Denny's, you might think Benny's, which, you know, there's a restaurant called Benny's near, near my house or whatever. So there's a little bit of back and forth as to what that actually is. Class C might be a little bit more uh, interpretation where we want to bring in some audio enhancement gear, you know, to amplify the sound. You don't have to, if I send you a file and say, hey, listen to this MP3, you listen to it, you're like, eh, I can't really hear it at, its, at the level that it was recorded, but if you amplify it, you amplify it, you put it through, you don't alter it, change the word, you just amplify it, give it a little bit more, you know, editing juice. That could be a class C. The class D could be something a little bit more degraded, maybe require more amplification, more analyzing, there's a little bit gray area about the context you know, and it's open to debate or interpretation. So I might be like, ah, I don't know, that sounds like background noise. or So it just really varies from level to level. But the class A and the class B is what you really want in any case. It's rare, it's rare to get one. It's, it's rare. Rare, 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 rare. Rightfully so, though. And Stephen Dawn got over 430-something Class A's and Class B's. And they shared it to the community that they belong to, and it's it, it, there's no ambiguity. If I sent you the files and I got them, anybody who's listening, find me, I'll send you some of the files. There's no ambiguity. There's no, eh, I don't know, key. No, because they only kept the Class A and Class B's because they didn't want to have this debate back and forth. And, it, you know, you see a lot of paranormal teams make a big hoops for over Class C or Class D EVPs, and it just lowers your credibility. I don't know, dude. I don't know. You kind of stretch it down right there, but and paranormal teams do this horribly, or you know, uh, or making a big hoosfa over the bad quality EVPs they capture. But a Class A and a Class B, by merit alone, should stand up on its own, and that's what they capture. Okay, now, let me like, ask you again. You said these are available online. Yes, on my YouTube channel and, and all three books. Yeah, they're, they're available online on the documentary, the, the Demons in Seattle Uncovered documentary that's on YouTube that's free. Yeah, the, the investigation that Steve and Don did for two and a half weeks, they made a documentary of that, and they put the EVPs in there. So you can you can hear that. You're, the, the listener can hear that for themselves. There are links in my books, all three books, to the actual EVPs to listen to as well. So, yeah. Okay, we'll look forward to doing that. And again, you'll mention where your YouTube channel is when we close out the show and go into the After the Paracast podcast. Now, you've moved into two other places. Do you have 
another companion or are you living alone? Living alone. Living, yeah, living, living, living alone. When I moved out of the Bothell house to my new place, I, I was worried or concerned. You know, I wasn't trying to, how can I say, I wasn't trying to wish bad luck on myself. I, I, I'm, I know if the spirits are going to be there, I won't have to wait long. How about that? They're gonna they're gonna show out relatively quickly. I know these these spirits. They they do stuff fast. And sure enough, they did it on day one. They did the water puddle where the water was dripping from a dry ceiling. There's no pipes in the ceiling. Landing on my kitchen table, forming puddles. This is you know this is the this is a, it's a Portuguese lore of the water puddle phenomena. So there's no ground being broken here. This is known in other cases. I call the building maintenance. I knew it was Portuguese related, but because I, I just knew, and that happened once in the Bothell House, the water puddle. And I, by then I had read other books about water puddle phenomena, but I wanted to get it on record, okay? I can't be Keith crying wolf all the time. I want to get it on record. So I called the building maintenance people in, and I let them throw everything, and I, I mean metaphorically, of course, of what is this? What's happening? And I let them have at my apartment until they exhausted all means to where, like, we don't know where that water's coming from. And they officially wrote in their report because it eventually stopped. The puddle phenomenon, any Portuguese, is going to eventually stop. Some are short lived, some are long lived. Mine lasts about 35, 45 minutes. The building maintenance team were everywhere. They brought in devices. They went upstairs to the, the tenant above me. They went everywhere. You touch the ceiling where the water's dripping from, it's dry. And they did all this stuff. And it was a puzzlement to them. But them being like I was four years ago, there's nowhere to go with that. There's no chapter of Portuguese in the building maintenance manual. After exhausting all means of troubleshooting, proceed to the chapter of Portuguese. There's none of that. So when the water stops, the building maintenance leaves, okay, problem solved. We didn't solve it, but it solved itself. If it happens again, give us a call. Obviously, it never happened again. They wrote in their notes, like the fire department, obviously the problem solved itself. You put the fire out, we did it, but we don't know what caused the fire. If it happens again, call us. And so the building makers did the same thing. Me, having seen it and read about it, I knew exactly what's going on. Just tell me briefly, what kind of houses did you move to after this one? This one sounded pretty good, except for the phenomena. But the other two, what kind of homes were they? Uh, I moved into a two-bedroom apartment when I left the Bothell house. It was a two-bedroom apartment, four levels. So I was on the first floor and had three floors above me. Where I live now is a one-bedroom. I'm on the fourth floor, five floors all. I haven't had any water puddles, occasional electrical, you know, and I'm an IT guy. I know what's Murphy's Law and what's the Portuguese. The bad stuff, that never ceases. That, that, that just goes from house to house. The bad stuff, sheets, the heartbeats under the pillow, heartbeats under the mattress, the tapping of the headboard, the tugging of your feet. None of that's ever subsided. You know, the other things we could talk about all day, they've subsided. Some things have not happened in years. I did have a spontaneous fire event uh, this time last year. That was weird right when I was uploading a video about spontaneous fires onto my YouTube channel. Let us break here. We've got Keith and Jean and Tim. You're in. The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today.
Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. SilverLungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at SilverLungs.com. That's SilverLungs.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from wallofire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Wallofire.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Kentucky has declared a state of emergency because of more severe weather. Governor Andy Brashear issuing an emergency declaration on Saturday due to heavy rain, thunderstorms, hail, and tornadoes. Brashear said it was devastating that Kentucky is once again experiencing severe weather just weeks after deadly tornadoes tore through the state. The United States Army is paying tribute to the late Betty White. In a statement, the Army saying they were saddened by her death. The TV icon died Friday at her home in Los Angeles at the age of 99. The U.S. Army calling her a true legend, not just for being an actress, but for also having served during World War II as a member of the American Women's Voluntary Services. White dying just a few weeks shy of her 100th birthday. This is USA Radio News. If you're currently feeling the pain at the pumps, be prepared for things to get worse as gas prices are expected to reach $4 again by Memorial Day. That's according to a new forecast by Gas Buddy, an app that tracks fuel prices, demand, and outages. Andy Lipow is an oil industry analyst. He tells Fox Business why he thinks that's so. They're up about 60% since last December because... The economies around the world have reopened on the one hand, but on the other hand, there's been a lack of investment in the oil patch in order to get more oil out of the ground. Some holiday travelers are still having a hard time getting home because of flight cancellations. Data from FlightAware shows over 4,500 flights worldwide were canceled on New Year's Day. That includes some 2,600 in the United States. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not 
with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. This is Micah Hanks of the Gray Alien Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Notice, Keith, that every time he comes back, the voice is different. I think he's possessed by some kind of poltergeist. <laughs> I think that if we were to look at Tim right now, we don't have video here because we don't want some frightened I people as to what I look like. Right, you know what I'm talking about, man. We're going to look at Tim, and he's got horns coming out of his eyeballs. <laughs> out of my yeah, eyeballs? Say, Ouch. <laughs> well, I figured, listen yeah, here, let's try something different. <laughs> that's got to hurt. Yeah, man. <laughs> now, I'll tell you, at least if you live in a townhouse, you can just be jumping in on the stairs. You could be going climbing up. You can go down. So if you like to jump stairs and do all that exercise, it's got to be good for the heart, though, with all the... Oh, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah. So if you're running away from some phenomenon, at least you have a place to go and you don't have to just run out in the street, where, of course, in the Seattle area, it could be raining. That's an interesting question I didn't ask and maybe thinking about now. The phenomena is oblivious to weather conditions, Correct. Yeah, we, we've had phenomena in snow, rain, summer, spring, yeah, in all the four seasons. I can't pinpoint to tell you which seasons were the most active. I know there were, that question's been asked, and, you know, I kept a very detailed diary where we tried to pull out both diary and almanac and see whether there's spikes in activity on weather uh, conditions or, you know, things of that nature, but nobody's been able to make heads or tails uh, or connect the dots there. It's just random. It's just random. I don't think weather plays a role specifically. I know there's, you know, there's theories out there about, you know, ley lines and, you know, living near a power grid. Um, but no, I, 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 nothing that we've, we can't, we can't pinpoint anything. Does anyone see UFOs around these areas? Well, you was talking about the uh, the other the haunting earlier, where you know UFO sightings and Portuguese experiences. Not with the Bothell House, no. Not to my knowledge, not with the not, not with the Bothell House uh, or the city of Bothell. Uh, you know, Mount Rainier was one of the UFO hotspots to some in the, in the UFO community. Uh, I can't speak of it, but I know enough to know that people uh, have seen UFO sites in and around Mount Rainier. But Mount Rainier, from where I live, it's about a two-hour drive. Okay, looking at the subdivision in which the Bothell House was located, do you know of anybody else in any other home in that subdivision having something like this happen to them? Yes, good question. So, yes, didn't know it at the time, but I knew it upon uh, research. Two things. So when... Majority of paranormal teams, and this to their credit, they did talk to the neighbors who lived next to me on both sides. Paranormal teams did. And the neighbors on both sides 
unbeknownst to other paranormal teams or the other neighbor, admitted their their pets act weird in their home. In their home. But they wouldn't, you know, screaming paranormal until the paranormal team knocked on their door. Like, hey, we're the paranormal team in Keith's house. Yeah, I see your van in his driveway. And they were like, yeah, our dog does not go to these two rooms in the house ever. He makes a V-line. He doesn't go. He, he, he runs. He, yeah. You know, he will not follow us in there. He can bring a, a, a dog biscuit. He, he throw it in there. He's not going in there. Those rooms are the closest rooms to our house. Okay. That's something I did not know and can't control. But the paranormal teams have found that out in their Q&A with their clipboards when they asked the neighbors on both sides of the home. When I moved out of the Bothell home, I have a friend who lives four or five houses down from the Bothell home. We maintain a friendship after I moved out. And he's told me, being in the neighborhood, that he had uh, what he thought was a break-in at his home because he was at work. He got an alert saying an alarm system had been triggered. He rushed home and found that his alarm, although triggered, there was no breaking and entering. So he thought that was weird. Well, the police showed up anyway because they got the alert, too. He told them, hey, everything's safe. My home's good. Must have been a, a false positive or something. And the police officer told him, volunteered the information, knows nothing about the Bothell house, or my friend who knows me, said, this neighborhood, this community in Bothell, like I said, it's about 80 to 100 odd homes, is the, they get more false security alarm alerts than any neighborhood in Bothell. Okay, this this area. Particularly where he was standing at the top, he said, "This is yeah, we get more of these false alarms and stuff, but we got to check them. You know, we, there's always you know the first time for everything." And he thought that was interesting enough to where he told me, "Okay, about that." Other neighbors have talked talk, told me while I was living there, car horns going off, lights blinking off and on, garage door going up and down on its own. Uh, in and around our house. And our house did that a lot. You know, it's, like I said, there's videos on my YouTube channel where I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, me and Tim are looking at my car and it's just got a life of its own. It's summer. We filmed it. Our neighbors are coming out because the horn, the horn will not stop. The horn and the lights. You see the brake lights blinking off and on and the car is empty. And there's several videos of that on my YouTube channel. Okay, this is not fun. Let me ask you a question here, which is silly, but it brings back to mind a movie from, I think, the 1980s. Now, is there a history of the area where this subdivision was built, a previous history of any importance? Uh, Yes, there is. And not to sound too much like the movie or cliche, uh, but we did find, found out and people can go online and see for themselves that Bothell, like majority of the area around Seattle, has a strong Native American background. I mean, the, the county Bothell is is Snohomish County. Snohomish, that's a Native American name. That's a tribe name. Uh, the wall writings that we did not get talk about much tonight was the wall writings in my room. Several of the wall writings were written in Native American language which in itself is an important clue or hint. The Portuguese has went out of its way to write in Native American language with the upside-down stick figure of a man, upside-down symbol, 
we learned through checking that out online, various websites, and talking to Native American websites and Native Americans, that the upside-down man or, or shape is a symbol, calligraphy or pictography, whatever you call it, of it means a man has died or a man is about to die. And in the, the notes that we found online, uh, whenever Native Americans drew that symbol, uh, upside-down man, the man is either or was murdered or died of a disease. And an example they gave on the website we found was smallpox. So we learned through digging through the history of Bothell, and like people can go online, you know, and check for themselves, is there was a Native American community in Bothell in the mid-1800s, and um, a mass majority, about 500 or so, did die as a result of smallpox. And a majority of them were put in shallow graves. Now, were they put in graves underneath the Bothell home? We don't know that. It's impossible to know that. That was the question I was going to ask because of the scene at the scene at the end of the movie, the poltergeist. Yeah. 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 That that famous scene, the swimming pool and all. Yeah. But, um, one should understand truth being stranger than fiction, uh, is that neighborhood in Bothell where this, these homes are located. All that was once native American land and the native Americans, the tribe of that day, Buried their dead above ground. They just did. They buried them. They buried them in trees. Matter of fact, that's where they buried their dead in trees. Um, some of the EVPs on my YouTube channel that Don and others captured, not me. I'm just a guy who lives there. They asked the question: Is some of the activity happening at Keith Linder's house? We got one more segment, then Keith will continue with our After the Paracast podcast. Let's move on, because this just gets more fascinating by the second. We have Gene and Keith and Tim, you're in. The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. If you feel America is facing more dangers than ever, you're right. An increasing number of things are falling apart daily. That's why you need to prepare for more of the unexpected, and that includes food shortages. When people panic, grocery stores run out of food fast. Would you survive without food for days, weeks, even months? The smart folks are buying emergency food now. 
Take this moment to shop MyPatriotSupply.com. We're America's leader in preparedness. My Patriot Supply has earned over 47,000 four-star and five-star reviews. Our delicious food kits average 2,000 calories per day and last up to 25 years in storage, so it's there when you need it. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, order a food kit or two, and we'll ship quickly and discreetly to your door. Don't wait for the news to tell you something bad happened again. Rather, be more self-reliant and prepared. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com Hi, this is Sophie Winnick, longtime distributor and user of Longevity products. In the last few years, my family went through a crisis. Everything else in my life, including my business, had to be put on the back burner. Thankfully, life is getting back to normal now. But the one thing I never had to worry about was my business and my monthly commission. I've been a distributor for Longevity for over 17 years, since before it was Longevity. And I've got to say, the most amazing thing about this company is the people. While my family was in crisis, other distributors stepped in and helped my customers simply because that's what longevity people do, even for people they don't know. For me, it has never been about getting rich. It was about a product I could stand behind, a company I could count on, and a monthly commission check that has never not once been late in 17 years. Longevity is truly a business for everyone, even people who have too much to do. I'm Sophie Winnick. I'm just like you. I have a real life, real ups and downs, but I know I will always have longevity. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. And the IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. 800 8625 800-503-8625. Hi, this is James Fox. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. That's an EVP. That's Tim's 28th and a half impression of the EVP. That's the EVP. No, that's a class Z. Class Z. There you go. I like that. That's a class Z. I think that's a good place to stop it. Keith, we kind of had to interrupt you there for this conversation, what you were telling us. Go on, please. They buried their dead in the trees. Yeah, the tribe back then in the Bothlers, the... uh, Snohomish tribe buried the dead above ground, primarily in, in, in the trees. And then when smallpox came around, the the settlers, not the Native American, the settlers, you know, a smallpox outbreak, right, buried massive amounts underground and mass graves. Where those graves are exactly to be determined. Every now and then, I do mean every now and then, the blue moon, a story will break on local news about uh, Native American's bone found during an excavation or something, or an abandoned cemetery of whatnot. But that was on one of the questions Stephen Dawn and others asked because keep in mind we got wall writings on the wall 
that's written in Native American. Maybe there's an angle there. Maybe we can, you know, find something there. So one of the questions that they asked, you know, on a voice recorder was, is some of the activity happening in Key's house related to Native Americans? And the answer that they got captured on multiple audio and video devices was a strong yes. A voice came back and said yes. And it's a class A V E V P. And like I said, I share all those evidence on my YouTube channel as well as in the Stephen Don the documentary so people can listen for themselves and make their own decision. But you hear it plain as day, like I said, it's not open to interpretation. You can hear it as plain as day. Stephen Don cannot hear it with the naked ear. That's one of the weird things about EVPs that makes it so interesting, is the device captures. How how is the sound or voice for that matter getting captured on a device at that time but avoiding the human Ear. There's many theories surrounding that. So yeah, so there's that, there's that component. And the, the kicker of all, uh, you're really going to love this one. I had the black oil tested, okay? You hear a lot about wall writings and poltergeist phenomena, crayon, lipstick, ketchup, mustard, pencil, whatever, charcoal, whatever. Poltergeist use whatever to write on the wall. Very few blood, plasma, things of that nature. For a few cases where the wall substance is analyzed and actually survived to where it be tested. Well, I had mine tested, and it came back, long story short, as bone black. When I first heard the term bone black, I had never heard that term before. I don't know what it is, but by it sounds very interesting. Bone black, it doesn't sound good. Okay, if I told you I bought you some bone black for Christmas, you would not probably be excited. If you look up bone black and you found out what it is, and you know my house the way I know it, this is very interesting. Bone black is incinerated buffalo or bison bone. It's when you take the bison bone or buffalo bone and you incinerate it to the degree to where it becomes a charcoal-like substance. It's the primary ingredient for filterization nowadays. But back then in the 1800s and even beyond, bone black was a primary source of black paint, particularly with Native Americans. Where bone black became extremely famous and most useful was in the mid-1800s in the United States, particularly the Midwest, was during the mass extermination and killing of the North American buffalo. Settlers would use everything of the buffalo except the bone. The bones were discarded, but bones became so prolific, they littered the landscape of Northwestern America for miles to where it became to a point to where somebody said, we have to do something with these buffalo bones just everywhere along the countryside to where they became the commodity of bone black, meaning black paint. Native Americans have been using buffalo or bison bone as black paint for centuries. North Americans, meaning settlers, started using it after the 1800s when they realized we got to do something with with the buffalo bone. So you cannot go to a Home Depot or Lowe's or any hardware store and say, give me a gallon of bone black. I dare anybody to. You cannot do that. It took me, after learning what it was, of calling multiple art galleries, some of the biggest ones in the world, and finding out what bone black is primarily used for and where it came from. It's on my wall. 
multiple times and it's in the Native American symbol. That's to me is just too coincidental of you drew a Native American symbol with a black substance. We test the black substance and the black substance is incinerated buffalo bone. Doesn't mean buffalo bones were in the Pacific Northwest. Obviously they wasn't. But this Portuguese saw a need because keep in mind, it's in my office. And my office is a cup holder with a gazillion pins, magic marker, dry eraser, dry sharpie, whatever. The Portuguese didn't use none of that to write on the wall, ever. It used bone black, which it brought with it. Now, how and why and it and all that, that's what I talk about in my third book. I can't find any other case where that substance was used and a Portuguese haunting. The only case that's eerily sort of similar, and this is going to get weird, is the Bell Witch case. The Bell Witch talking about John Bell Sr. When they was talking about how he died, the Portuguese told the people that it gave him a black liquid-like substance. The Portuguese case where I found where a black liquid-like substance has appeared on the scene. Was that born black? I doubt it, but it's just interesting that it was a black oil-like substance. And that's exactly what Bone Black looks at. Look at the videos online, you'll see it's a black tar-like substance. But you can't buy it in your regular store. You have to really order it online. And then when you do order it online, it comes in small quantities. Look at my room and look at Bone Black on the internet, and you'll see no way Keith Leonard attended to that to their office with Bone Black. I just think, though, if people want to make a lot of money selling paint, just sell that color. Make your right. house haunted. Right. And going back to Ghost Adventures, where they came to the house and had access to the house, nobody thought to have the black oil tested when they could have. And I thought people would. And it's not a cheap test. It's not cheap to test paint. It's a couple of grand. Nobody thought, because back during the episode, he even makes the reference, Oh, it looks like black paint. You sure you didn't do this yourself? It looks like black paint. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. Look close to the black oil on my wall and you'll see. What paint are you talking about? Now, I didn't know then it was bone black. But if you're an investigator, take some off. Ask me piece off the wall. You're more than welcome to. And take it back. Because, you know, Zach buys haunted houses and elephant bones and, and all that stuff. Have it tested. And then you can come back to me and like, hey, Keith, we tested this. came out of Home Depot. You got some explaining to do. Hey, Keith Linder, tell our listeners, please, if they want to know more about the things you do, where do they go? To go for the books that I referenced, the Bothell Hell House, Attachments, Portuguese of Washington State, which is book two, and Portuguese, The Night Side of Physics. All three books can be found on Amazon.com in either Kindle or paperback format. What makes these books extremely interesting is everything we talked about tonight is in there. These are interactive books, so there are links to the evidence. You know, it's just not me just telling you, I'm showing you, you can listen. Now, one more thing here. Is there a site that you have or a YouTube channel you can tell us to go to? Yes, yeah, so go on YouTube. I won't give you the long URL because that's long, but just type in Keith. K-E-I-T-A space L. My last name is London, but type in Keith L and you're going to find my channel. 
Very good. Thank you. You can find us on Twitter if you look for the Paracast. Look for the Paracast on Facebook. Check out branded merchandise with the official Paracast logos at theparacast.shop. That's theparacast.shop. Check out the Paracast Plus at theparacast.plus, where we offer a special version of this show free of the network ads with better quality audio and the After the Paracast podcast. It often features extended discussions with guests from the Paracast like we will have here with Keith Linder. You can find out more information at theparacast.plus. And remember, the coupon code UFO20, the UFO20, gets you a 20% discount on our long-term subscriptions, theparacast.plus. Keith, great meeting you. Thank you for joining us on the Paracast. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. It was, it was a great discussion, interesting topic. Good to be here. Happy New Year, by the way. Featuring Gene Steinberg is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in the Paracast.